Loud ass truck. All right, we're back. Another episode of the Roar Mode Podcast from Tokyo, Shibuya. I'm Cliff. Chocolate boot in the house. 99 van in Japan. Doing what we can. If you don't like it, fuck you, but we love you anyway. All right, we got some homies in the mobile man cave today. They're doing a lot of dope things in, in the music scene, in the fashion scene, and in, in a lot of different scenes, in the creative scene, right? Yep. And this, this podcast is about, it's about creatives. It's about a lot of people doing their thing in the international community here in Tokyo, contributing to the, the fabric, the dopeness of Tokyo. And um, I'm going to let these gentlemen introduce themselves. Yeah, so for starters, uh, we are Dozing, and my name is Stefan Yoshiki. Uh, I'm Callum, Callum ECS. I'm Dot Kai, a.k.a. Ocean, a.k.a. Young Lake, a.k.a. Sailed the Seven Seas. No, no AKAs for you guys, man? I mean, I'm, I'm just Stefan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just Callum. <laughs> I got more for y'all if you want it. Man, oh, keep yeah, going, man. She said shit out there. The outtakes, man. Aloha. This is Brother Moat's music, and you're locked in to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Yeah, you. Yeah, man. So, yeah, let uh, let the audience know what the listeners know what dosing is about. So, um, for starters, dosing is actually short for dreaming of sleeping. So we actually prefer to call it dozing because it's like more like dozing off because lack of sleep and whatnot. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, Callum, you want to explain a little bit? Um, we're like a creative enti- entity born in Tokyo. Uh, it doesn't, yeah, we, I guess we do music, we do art, we do photography, we do video. What else do we do? Just all kinds of creative we, stuff. We just, like, we just like to make stuff, and then we like to meet people that make stuff, and then we like to do projects together with them, and then, yeah, it's kind of what we've been doing for the last... Three years, three and a bit like years. Three and a half. Three now. coming it's four. Al- it's almost four. Almost four years we've been doing this. Dope, man. Dope. Yeah, and I'm I'm familiar with you guys. I've been I've met you. When did I meet you? Yeah, we originally met at a at Jimmy's event. I think. Yeah, yeah on, on one. one. Shout out yeah. to Jimmy, who's been who's been on the podcast. Shout out to on one. Yeah, yeah, and um, Hero, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Shout Hero out. that really linked us together. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Hero the Jap. Hero Hero the who Jap. don't mind being called Jap? Because <laughs> <laughs> he say it's Japanese for short, so what's yeah. up, Hero? Yeah, that's interesting how, like, I don't think a lot of Japanese know that that's kind of like a racist term. Yeah, I know. Because it's... It's like that's like a Japanese American thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, in Japan, they don't really. They don't really. Yeah. yeah, it was more of a term out in the states. Yeah, you like, could be like jap, jap, jap out here. They just be like, oh, sounds cool. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, oh, cool. It rhymes with rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. So, talk about a little bit about where you where you're from, all of you. So I'm originally from the states, uh, from Georgia, uh, Metro Atlanta area. I grew up around like. Uh, Originally Smyrna, then moved to Doraville, then moved to Norcross, and then moved kind of far out to Duluth, but mainly just Georgia for most of my life, and then came out here about five years ago. Uh, I'm from New Zealand, Auckland, Auckland, New Zealand, um, and I came out to Tokyo, no, I came out to Japan maybe for the first time seven years ago, then I I went back home, came back on a working holiday visa, and I've been in Japan ever since, about 
coming on six years this year. Dope. So uh, I rep North Carolina, but uh, I was in like New York, Brooklyn until the end of elementary school. And then from there, it was between Raleigh. And my father was in Atlanta, so I'd be out there sometimes and uh, went to uni in Charlotte. So I came out to Japan. The first time was like studying, in a, studying abroad. I went to Kyoto and uh, met these guys out there. Yeah. And then uh, went back, finished up, uh, and then came back up to Tokyo. And, you know, it's been rolling since then. Dope. Yeah, and we, and we have familiar uh, background. You know, I'm from Brooklyn originally. Um, lived in Charlotte. Went to, Char- went to high school out there. Part of, like, little, little junior high. Um, and I moved back to Brooklyn. And, but, yeah, yeah, so I got Brooklyn and Charlotte connections. You, you went to, you said, what school did you go to? Uh, elementary. Uh, so elementary school, I was at People's Elementary School. Yeah, it's it's in like wait, what was that at the time? Like they had one in Brooklyn, and then I got moved to the one in Manhattan. Okay. I was actually, I was there when uh, it's like when nine eleven happened. It was crazy. Oh, cause like my mom pulled up, cause she was working at Citibank. Hold on, when nine eleven happened, you you were how old? I was about seven years old. Yeah, I think Damn. I was. I was about the same. Making me six feel old, old, man. Six old. I was six years old. Shit, <laughs> cause you know when you said it to me just now, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I was in college, so I was just like, oh, it's like. Yeah, I was in elementary school as well. I remember seeing it on TV at Damn, school. You reminded me how old I am, man. I, I thought was, you were my age, man. <laughs> nah, man. I'm, I'll be 38, man. Shit. Shit. Yeah, I was, I was, I was at um, Kingsborough Community College in Brooklyn when okay. that happened, 9 11. Well, that was yeah, crazy. Cause that I, shit was crazy. I, I mean, you, you were in Manhattan, so it was even crazier. It's like my mom pulled up. Like covered in dust, like ten in the morning Whoa. or something. Yeah, no shoes on. It was like I'm taking ocean. Oh wow! <laughs> so I was just like, hey, no school. I didn't know what was happening yet. Yeah. And then we get in the like we get in the van and we're driving back home. So she had been like uh, driving people in and out of like the the danger zone basically. Wow. So yeah, because like she was she was close, but she wasn't like on that street. But um, did she know anybody that lost their life? Or? Uh, I don't think okay. personally, not like okay. very closely. Okay. I know that it was crazy that my my uncle. He was doing catering in the building and got fired a few days before. I've I've heard stories like that. Yeah. Um, I believe one of my cousins. I'm not sure if she worked there or she just had some business, something going on there that day. And for some reason, she didn't go. I forgot what happened, but all the details. But yeah, there's yeah, a lot of stories like bullet, that. Man. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. dodged a bullet. But your mom was driving people out of the danger zone. Yeah, so like wow. she was she was parked up kind of nearby, I guess, and just trying to get people out. Wow. And then came and got me. Shout out to mom, man, for being a hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a surreal experience. I was just like, I mean, I, I wasn't in Manhattan, but I was in school and I, it just couldn't register to me like what was going on. Like I heard people talking about it in the hallway, but it just still wasn't hitting me. I was just like. And then when I got to class, the, you know, professor had basically explained it, and I'm just like, I'm still, it's still not like registering. Like, what a building? Yeah, because it's kind of crazy. A like, like, that's like it was like a it was a symbol, you know. Like, I remember even from Brooklyn, like uh, you could see it from like the apartment, you know, you just see, you yeah. see it. It's the biggest building out there, yeah. right? And then it's like from that day on, it was like just yeah. gone. Skyline was different, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. So as like, a child, that was the biggest thing to me, like you know, because you don't really get all of what's happening yeah, fully. Yeah. But I just remember I was like. Shit looks different now. Yeah. Yeah. And the teacher, the professor was like, yeah, um, you know, if you want to go home, if you want to stay, like, because, you know, people, like, honestly, I, I thought it was, like, some huge terrorist attack, like, meaning, like, 
motherfuckers is doing a lot right, of other like, shit. Like I it's, didn't, a, it's about to be war. Yeah, or I, yeah, exactly. Right? That's what I was thinking. And like they shut down all the trains, so I went home on a bus and like. You know, New York City runs on a train, so yes, nobody could tra- use the train. The buses was, hell, was just, yeah. like, over capacity. Like, it took me, like, three hours to get home that day. Oh, it was the crazy. Oh, a mess. I remember yeah. there was, like, because uh, because of the area, it's, like, it just yeah. had a lot of, like, bodies and just terrible stuff. And yeah. it was, you just couldn't couldn't even be in the, the trains for a minute. Yeah. Remember but off that, that yeah. man, um, wow. Um that yeah, so terrified that, to think about what would happen to us here in Tokyo if we had like a big earthquake or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking yeah. about that during three eleven. You know, when I was driving up here and I thought it was just windy, right? And all this shit. Well, I was like, oh shit, this is an earthquake. And yeah. I was thinking if that nine point five hit here, man, we're talking about millions. You oh, know, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd know. be just like New York. Oh well, yeah. well, you know, catastrophe in New York, pretty much. Like so the, the infrastructure out here is kind of built to handle that type well of that's a good that's a great right point there. you're right you're i right. mean it would still be still be pretty bad i'm assuming at 9.5 you can't really build for that exactly yeah like, yeah but yeah. man we are here yeah a lot sure, sure. <laughs> i mean hey 20, 20 2020 is coming up we don't we, coming, yeah. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck's <laughs> gonna happen oh man <laughs> it might be like akira dude like you know some crazy Sekai shit goes no up Hawaii. yeah <laughs> i'm out 2020, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to Australia. <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> oh, you're talking about for the Olympics bro. and shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about for our election in the States I mean, or some shit? No, 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 Oh, man, I want to be up here and see all the... I want to be up here, man. Yeah, I want to check you know, that shit some out. Some people are saying, you know, maybe it's like the time that like the aftershock of 311 might happen or something or like some other North Korea attacks event or but you know, people are always going to be scared of stuff. Oh, yeah, but conspiracy the, the theories. The main thing and shit. is that uh, Akira predicted the 2020 Olympics and that okay. movie, you know how that <laughs> yeah. went down, so. I'm more worried about people starting to lose it out here you know you're starting to see more i mean i thank god people you don't have access to guns out here because yeah you seen like the other day that dude went and stabbed up like 20 kids like this is becoming a, a, a really grim podcast but yeah like yeah. that's <laughs> what i'm worried about it's like someone it's gonna be a really dense the city's already like so dense trains already over capacity most of the time yeah. don't worry double it be happy <laughs> yeah yeah you but, but you know on your point, man, you know, like the Simpsons predicted Donald Trump oh, coming yeah, down the escalator and shit. So yeah, don't don't underestimate oh, and now we that get shit. Yeah, shit. yeah. Well, they they, they predicted <laughs> the, the that. Cartoons shit. Are, are, are yeah put in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed Donald They're Trump seeing into uh, another dimension. I think that was back in two thousand and shit, man. And yeah. so right, right. Yeah, this has been all hit for hit. They predicted a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Boston Marathon bombing and ah, uh, yeah, enough of that shit. Yeah. Just, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, so enough of the the dark stuff. We could we could probably go on all day about oh, this. Yeah, shit. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's focus on the, the happy side. Yeah. The right yeah. side of. Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, yeah. Describe the the music, the the style, and and, and which what are you guys working towards, uh, musically. I mean, originally, like, we started off as a bunch of, like, producers that were just making instrumental electronic music. We were making, like, either it was dance music or chill, like, music or kind of beat-oriented stuff. And then, I mean, we slowly just progressed to now where the stuff that we're making now is, like, it's a wide variety, definitely more vocal-heavy from all of us, actually. Every member in our crew, we're all doing more vocal-related music, whether it's, like, more R&B or more like trap music or like some alternative like emo kind of stuff dope 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 yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> Anything you guys want to say about that? Wanna, I mean, that's wanna... in a nutshell. These days, <clears throat> these days we're kind of doing some cross-platform stuff, trying to connect different, you know, nostalgic genres together with modern genres, and yeah. So these days we're kind of, and we we also want to bring back the liveness of li- of live music. You know, no more karaoke over the top of uh, over the top of a backing track. <laughs> Sorry, every rapper in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, don't, don't, don't do Anderson Park like that. He got the live band, dude. He got the free nationals. You know, we got, got a few people. Yeah, for sure, but for sure. He's, but he's, he's doing he's it live. Yeah. Like, yeah, actually so live. Yeah, he's doing it. Like, he's he's a live musician. Yeah, some of them. You got to give some of them doing it, you know. Yeah, yeah. We just mean, like, majority. Yeah, no, right. of course, of course. Yeah. Okay. For yeah. sure. And so, uh, how, how is it, um, like, what is... Can you describe the scene here in Tokyo? Like, do you think your music fits the scene out here, or are you trying to bring something new to it? Or? I'm not sure if we fit, but we're <laughs> trying to fit, and we're finding artists that that fit with us, and then we'll see if we can start something of our own. You know? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tokyo Sin. He's like one of the few guys that's doing like trap metal, punk rap, and emo rap as well. And I feel like we've been getting along with him pretty well recently, and we've been making a lot of tracks. Japanese guy. Yeah, he uh, originally was, uh, his old name was uh, Kid Nathan. He's been around for a minute, and uh, now he goes just by Sin, Tokyo okay. Sin. So it's T-Y-O-S-I-N. Okay, yeah. Tokyo Some Sin. people call him Tayo. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tayo. Just, what, just whatever. <laughs> he's, he's got multiple <laughs> names, too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're, we're trying to not just find our place here in Tokyo, but maybe our place in Asia. So okay. linking out with other artists across the South Korea, um, Starhex, yeah. Uh, who else? Recently, I, heard, I got put onto some guys from Hong Kong that ha- we haven't made contact with him yet. But uh, who else was there? Like maybe we're trying to find some people maybe on China. You know, we just want to if we can all help each other out, then we can c- create a big, bit of a bigger scene. And I feel like. You know, in America, it's so big, you can just tour. You can just be in America and be an American and tour with only Americans. You have a big enough market to, like, carry yourself and Huge, live, you know? Yeah. Sustainability. So, yeah, you yeah. can have the sustainability. But here, if you're, you know, like, if we want to really make a sustainable life, you can tour with just the Jap- you know, just in Japan, but then you'd have to be really focused on purely what Japanese people like, so... Uh, that yeah. might be a little bit out of our range. So in a situation like that, we have to kind of find, you know, our America, you know, which would be like the same with Europe. You know, Europe has many countries where they're all they're all connected together. So it's very easy to move around. But Asia is really not that hard to move around. It's not so expensive. So if we just kind of link those link up those uh, bridges, then, you know, everybody can win, you know. Definitely. Definitely. Have you done anything outside of? Tokyo or Japan? Um, d- we've done like we've DJed a bit. We went over and played in Manila. Yeah, we've played in Manila and, and in, in the Seoul. Philippines. Seoul, and, uh, a few times. And I mean, Callum, you've been um, out to Shanghai and whatnot. Yeah, out right? to Shanghai. Played out in Shanghai. Thanks to the dudes uh, Yeti out. They hooked us up. Okay. What's the What's um, the vibes out there in some of those other countries? Is it similar um, to here? Or is it different? It. De- I don't know. It kind of depends. They have different genres that they that they prefer. Um, I feel like China is a bit more on this like dark electronic stuff, but then they're also liking this new wave of. Oh, they kind of like a bit of everything, you know. Uh, 
it they're kind of non-discriminant about how much popularity you have in say the west you know like if i could i feel like it's an interesting position in china because you can be somebody that's completely unknown anywhere else and then you could be a superstar in china you know <laughs> like uh it's just yeah the way that the music flows and the distribution and all that you know the stars align you know yeah there's a there's a huge market in china and in fact like because like the government keeps going against hip-hop it's causing hip-hop and modern like trap music to become even more and more popular because they're they're trying hard to shut down the clubs they're trying to tell people no hip-hop on tv so in turn it's creating like this you know youth and revolt kind of thing where they're like fuck yeah let's let's listen to more rap music like you can't, you that's can't what, stop it. You can't stop it. That's what rap is originally too. So it's yeah. funny they just fueling the fire, right? Exactly. It's supposed to be a rebellious thing, and then you're just giving them more to rebel about. <laughs> yep. And and more soul, to rap about. I think soul is a bit more on like the smooth R and B kind of vibes. They do, they do like the trap stuff as well, but not so dark really. There's yeah, not they're so definitely much. more. It's like it's more clean and like everything that happens in the underground scene can segue into the k-pop scene because like the k-pop scene is like their future beats and like r&b and like selection-y kind of vibes already as well so it's all kind of working out it seems in korea but it's like super competitive like out there like way more than probably any other of these countries i think we have some homies out in singapore that we've been trying to do something together it's just that gap's just a little bit big uh financially but i know that they like singapore's got this huge movement for kind of like trap and 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 like modern hip-hop right now but the government is super against it so that these artists can't get into the country which in but these djs and the events that they're doing are like they're like they're cranking out that you know the top 40 spotify stuff like they're, they're eating it up you know so it's like they they've got this huge market they do have money but they're being like shut down by the government you know like they get uh i had a friend that was gonna i think he was mentioning how they were doing uh uh j cole yeah they were were trying to do j cole and then what happened was a a, like a red letter like a, a red letter came to the uh came in the post like the day before the event like literally like you know that's like a huge you know it's red yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it should be so, you know, it's a huge sign. Like warning. That yeah. Something is not. Yeah, it's like something's well. not going to go down. We, yeah. we are watching you. We see that you're bringing in, a, you know, because it's it's like the lyric, it's the lyrics, and uh, it's what they promote. You know what I mean? That's what the Singapore government is trying to su- shut down. Like Singapore is kind of crazy in terms of their rules, but yeah, it's interesting to see that this culture is like dying to burst out. You know, yeah. but it's being shut down by authorities. Uh, same with Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Rush, oh, really? Ru- yeah, yeah Russia like- too. I mean, it, it's dependent on the artist, but anybody that's like politically making an image bad for Russia, they're oh, yeah, like definitely. they're like trying to take them down. They shut you down. Well, that's also like in um, where was it? Uh, in Spain too. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like just the whole world right now, depending on where you're at, like the governments are kind of trying to prevent you know the younger generation from acting out and they think that you know maybe censorship or you know just kind of preventing them from hearing these lyrics or whatever the case may be you know uh you know obviously like tyler is like banned from hell countries as well for oh really oh, but he just got london reason. back shout outs to him 
But didn't, he's, didn't he he's go there? there. He's didn't alive he? Back yeah, there? he yeah. went back though, and his show got canceled though. I think he did like a pop up the other day. Yeah, he did a pop Igor, up, and it was like a big thing because it was like it's too many people. Yeah, yeah, it got shut down by the police. Yeah, like I mean, I, I don't, up. I don't listen to his music, um, but I, I noticed he has a huge following. Oh yeah, um, it's cult following. He's a yeah, he does like seem to have yeah. yeah, China. Singapore warning from the Raw Urban Mobile podcast. <laughs> the more you push your fucking kids away, the more you try to hold shit back from them, the more they're going to want it. So let them be. Just, yeah, free. just let them have it. You let them have it. Yeah, and yeah. then they'll chill out usually. Usually yeah. they, they don't get crazier. I feel like I'm, I'm sort just, of like giving your I'm kids some candy, man. They just, they just, okay, and then they're cool. Sort of like a passive, sort of like a pacifier or some shit. Just you wondering, know? what about hip hop is causing them to? I don't know. Well, cause, you remember what was uh, causing ruckus like Brooklyn Terry, you know, stated that hip hop was born out of what political uh, rebellion against the the system or some shit like that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, a lot of, of music is you know. Yeah. It's like well, it came out of the the Bronx, right? Because. Yeah kids are being excluded and ignored by the government right so the, the whole the ethos of, of hip-hop has always been yeah I'm, I'm just i'm just trying to grasp what how how they perceive it and what exactly are, are they in fear of well, um, i think it's like twofold right you, yeah. you've yeah. got on one hand you've got hip-hop it's heavily associated with black culture and the stereotypes that are pushed out with black and people. that's what i think it's yeah that's really a big about. part of it and then on top of that because you are rejecting it and because the underground is u- starting to utilize it as a weapon, mm-hmm. you get this other part of the sword, right? You get the one part that's like, all right, the export of racism. And you get the other part that's like, well, on top of that, our kids are trying to use that to fight against us. So we really mm. don't want it. What, what they don't realize is that, you know, look at Korea. You could, you could turn it into cash. You could exactly. turn it into a movement. I think also the whole drug culture that does exist with every genre of music. And that, and that's where you I was going to go. Every genre of yeah. music. It's not specifically just hip hop and like trap and whatnot. But like, th- I think the issue is, is that it's more vocal about it. And you know, like it's very direct, you know, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. In your lifestyle. face, it's the vocal, yeah, you know, you know, middle finger. I mean, that's why people enjoy it. Right. Because it's so like honest and like raw, upfront, raw, yeah. but yeah. You know, I guess especially in Asia where, you know, governments want complete control and it's so strict out here, especially on like drugs and like guns and like gangs and all that. When there's a whole genre that's pushing it more than other genres, they're kind of afraid of it, I think. How does that affect you guys here in Japan? Because I I know we talked about China and Singapore, but how is japan with this i feel like there's definitely a stereotype image in japan Mm -hmm. but it's not like people aren't like too scared i think people are scared when you've got like a lot of tattoos and a lot of chains they immediately are like oh yeah this guy's like gangster or like got drugs on him or he probably does drugs but i don't think they're scared like that they're gonna like get beat up or something (laughs) you know we're a target for the police. That, that is absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you guys, you guys have done some shows, right, mm-hmm. in the past, um, and brought some artists over. My yeah, understanding. Yeah. So how how did that go? Was that like crazy? Did they shut you down, or did it get too wild out there? I mean, I don't think we've we've nah. never been shut down for any hip hop shows. We've been shut okay. down for doing shows in places where they didn't have like proper sound permits and stuff. You know, it okay. was never related to the music itself. Mm. 
I mean, I was even going to say, like, uh, this is backtracking a bit, but back to the image thing. So it's like, yeah, we've never been shut down for shows like that, like just for nah, having a large yeah. crowd. But like on an individual basis, like even without the tattoos and stuff, it's definitely different. If like, for example, me being like black and with like the, the image I have to put out as a rapper for like branding, uh, you, you do get you get it more on a personal level where people will assume I, I get it all the time. I'll go up to a shoot. And I'm I'm a pretty like smiley friendly guy, but then and people will tell me to be like, oh, you know, I thought you were gonna be scary. Why are you, <laughs> you're so cute? Like they'll say kawaii. Oh. And then yeah. like my girlfriend, like, oh, your boyfriend, he's like, oh, he's so kawaii. And she's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I thought he was gonna be like tough. <laughs> I thought he was gonna want to <laughs> right, fight everybody. Right, right. I'm like, great, yeah, well, why? So like, it, that's definitely you know mass media. I mean, people have told me the same thing before. They thought like from my online presence, they thought I was gonna be a scary person, and I was like. You know, that's, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the image I'm trying to put out, but, like, in reality, you know, it's don't fuck just, with me. it's a, it's a character, it's a character, but yeah, don't fuck with me, um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, I, I feel like it's, th- every time I mention that, like, two of the most common genres that, like, I'm influenced by are metal and rap music, people immediately like, oh, Oh yeah, and I'm like, what? Like, come on! <laughs> like, I feel like most metalheads and most like genuine rap fans that I've met are like the nicest fucking people in the world. So, like to- Tokyo Sin, man. Yeah, like, he's the, the nicest guy. And it's like yeah, he's, he's got, got piercings and, and tattoos like, like on his face and stuff. But he's like the chillest guy, you know, just super calm. And, and like, he's Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah, he's Japanese. But you know, you know how the the and he's from ta- like he's from like Adachi are... though. Like Adachiku is like definitely more on like. The street kind of vibes yeah. part of Tokyo. It's, it's like, like far the big old out, neck tat, you know? and it's like he's got a spider him. on his neck. Dude. I'm not gonna lie. I, I walk up, and if I didn't know, I'd be like, "Oh, this guy is tough. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't fuck with this guy." But he's just super nice, man. Like re- really chill. So yeah. <laughs> but I think I think you know, it's uh, I think Japanese are more accepting of the rap artists because of their relationship with America. Oh, you, for sure. you, you know, I mean, China doesn't have that good relationship, so they don't want their their kids to be influenced or or whatnot because they they they're fear of, they're in fear of losing control. Mm. But they're gonna lose it anyway. Give it about another fifty, a hundred years, the shit's yeah, gonna happen anyway. I don't, I don't feel like Japan is discriminating against hip hop, not not in the same like way at all, like the these other countries in yeah. Asia. So it's pretty yeah. free here for in terms of that. Like you know, you you could walk into a um you could walk into a store like a just like a regular clothing store that or something like that where children are coming through. There's no censorship, <laughs> and, you know. Like, I mean, <laughs> playing like Betty Wop on loud, like oh, yeah. all the curse words in there. Yeah, yeah, they're not H and M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, you see people walking around with T-shirts saying "Hey, fuck you," and they're in junior high school or "fucking asshole." You know, it's like whoa. That's probably just a little bit of not understanding, but yeah, that's a lot of it. Yeah. But it's, it's still pretty funny, though. But <laughs> when, when, I, when I go to the cleaners, uh, I live in Kanagawa, but in Fujisawa, when I go to the cleaners, they're always playing hip-hop. But I, I know it's just like some radio station they probably just keep Spotify, it on. Spotify, probably. Or maybe yeah. maybe even that. I don't know. But it's like these old Japanese ladies. You know, all of them are like 40, 50. They, they fuck with it. Popping their yeah, and, I'm, 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 and I'm, you know, I'm just like waiting in line for them to take my clothes, and they're just like... I mean, they, they don't, they're not bopping to it like I am, but I'm just like, it's just <laughs> Damn, so weird. Like, motherfuckers I kicking mean, some Snoop Dogg. Can't, and <laughs> <laughs> you can't, de- you can't, yeah. You can't deny the hip hop rhythm, though, I think, you know? It's yeah. like, it's such, it's just so infectious. Yeah, it's infectious. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, Japan has a really big hip hop dance community, you know? Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's they huge. Do. Over here. Huge, and huge. They love it. 
even back in the nineties, which to, was you know when you guys were really you know like in diapers and shit, man. <laughs> yeah, Death Row yeah, used to come. All them cats used to come over, man, and do their things. Shout out I, to Brooklyn Terry. I think the only problem that they encountered was if you ever got busted for drugs or got busted for drugs prior to coming to the states. You'll never get in here or rape yeah, or any yeah, type yeah. of uh, conviction. They won't allow you in the country. But other than that, they've been, you know. Like the dude, what's the dude that got uh, no, six, nine. Oh, hemmed yeah. up recently? No, not 6 9 uh, Oh, you talking Morales? About, yeah, yeah, DJ? yeah, yeah. Got caught with yeah. some amphetamines or some shit? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, that, that happens pretty often out here, right? Yeah. And he came in. And, yeah, they caught him with that shit at the airport, I think it was. And oh, fucked up his shit, like. I think two of his shows, got, a few of his shows got canceled. I mean, wait, he, he brought this stuff with him? What? I think he, he had it on him. They they caught something oh, yeah, on him. I mean, that's, that's yeah. just not a smart move. But yeah. they bring the hammer down harder if you're a Japanese artist. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. like, uh, I know there's the Denki Groove guys. Uh, huge, huge, like, like what are they, like, electronic pop? I don't know. There's, they're like a kind of trance? How do you explain them? But anyways, they're they're well loved, especially in Europe. You know, they 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 love them in Europe. But recently, they got I think the 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 guy that's like the MC. He got busted for coke. I think mm. he got busted for having a lot of coke. And then the other guy went into hiding. Like you know, so they come down pretty hard. And then there was also that rapper. He got he got done for smuggling in weed into the country and. They took off every song that he he had, and he was a popular rapper in Japan. All of his songs on YouTube gone. They erased him. Wow, that's crazy. Dude. And that's actually happened to Japanese celebrities. Uh, there, one guy had had something going big uh, back in the day. I can't remember his name, but they were the the subject was about how tough Japan is on drugs. Mm-hmm. And the guy, I mean, Tower Records took all the CDs. And, you know, he wasn't allowed to play his music. This one chick, you know, she had a, she was on a TV series. They canceled it out. I mean, I was like, God damn, man, it's yeah, like they don't censor like drug usage and music like people. You know, there's so many songs in Japan where they're talking about like cocaine or weed or whatever drugs that they're interested in. But uh, maybe it's just, you know, there, there's no way to just kind of filter through all this stuff. And yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people who aren't fans of hip hop in Japan don't understand the lyrics yeah they don't. anyway so yeah um, but but this is a country where you know you could uh they sell all i mean you could go all these head shops you see all the drug paraphernalia oh, but yeah, you're not pe- allowed to use the yeah, drugs people people yeah, i it's, mean it's, it's, people are doing drugs in japan just like anywhere else in the world and i feel like but if you're if you're a celebrity it's like even worse so they have to set an example like uh that johnny's guy recently i think from cartoon Maybe, you know, he just got caught with a few joints and he had to go on TV and apologize to the doggies. You know, like, yeah, he was like yeah. on the ground, like for 15 seconds, like apologizing. I'm like, damn, you're making for a grown man a normal do human. this for, for being a normal human. <laughs> yeah, being. He, yeah, he did like the deepest bow. He's like his face is basically like touching the floor, oh, yeah, touching the floor for like 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the um, it was a newspaper like in the newspaper. It was just like the front cover was just him. Yeah, <laughs> on the you, ground. You see the uh, the right uh, the rising wasabi article that came out. Oh no, I haven't. I mean, it's I love like, I love the rising yeah, wasabi. Yeah, it's basically like a, a, a satirical um, website. It's like the Onion, right? Yeah, it's just like the, like the Onion for onion. Japan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they had something in the uh, description like, yeah, he he bows down. 
to the ground for 20 seconds and he sniffs some coke or some shit on the, from the floor. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Shout out to the Rising Wasabi. In other words, artists vision, visiting Japan, leave your fucking drugs at home. Yeah, just be careful. Yeah, because yeah. you'll never be be able to or come back in this motherfucker. Yeah, hide them. Real well. Yeah. So, so back to the music, man. Back to you guys. What are you working on right now? So for starters, we have uh, we have a new project that's more live oriented. Uh, it's uh, within like a, a bunch of members from Dozing, and we're doing kind of more trap metal. Uh, punk rap vibes, but we're trying to do more of like a, a live experience. So Callum over here is playing guitar, uh, Shin will be playing bass, and we're doing like a lot of rapping and singing and trying to bring like a high energy hybrid live set. And we're about to drop this EP this summer, so we're ready in the summertime. So yeah. soon, Hell soon, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Any, anyone, anyone add? Visuals out for that soon, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna try to work on a lot of stuff to kind of push it forward and then also uh two other members in our group uh shin holmes and uh alex shout out to alex aka seascapes they're both have uh really chill uh it's a mixture of like electronic and rock music i would say is the easiest way to explain for both of them together but shin is more on the r&b hip-hop side and then uh seascapes will be more of a chill wave uh, indie rock kind of vibe so we've got basically three projects coming out over the summertime and then of course we still got like a back catalog of music that we've been working on as well some hidden, some hidden stuff in there too that might squeeze out right right o- oceans uh working on some pretty fire shit that okay we'll see the light of day soon as well this is this is gonna be rap yeah, so okay. like, if I'm coming at you, it's, it's bars. It's, it's bars. bars. All right. <laughs> bars, bars and 32 bars. 32 bar verses. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you describe your, your style, man? Is it... Um, so, yeah, right now we're Strictly doing, bars, or is it kind of like you, you just kind of rocking with the... bar rap. If you're not talking double entendres and quadruple syllable words I'm just kidding <laughs> but no what we're doing like like the metal trap like okay, uh, metal trap. said so like uh well, with that you know it's trying to meet like a, a certain depth of lyrical content and a certain level of flow and some bars mm-hmm. uh with like also just bringing that energy like that that original punk energy you know that that very high like hardcore metal like getting the mosh pit type of vibe and influence so that's what should be coming up with the the next project from there we'll we'll see we're we're probably gonna keep just going harder we're we're gonna keep going hard but (laughs) there's definitely like i want to experiment with like uh some you know parallel avenues also so we'll see how that works out but i think uh lyrically like we're we're kind of even although we're doing hip hop, we're kind of we're we're taking our own route. We're all very very visually influenced, so movies or video games, anime, whatever you know, like stories, uh, literature, you know. So we're trying to, I don't know. It's not necessarily. I don't. We're not gonna. We're trying to do our best to not do just something. Some of course it would be simple, but we want to have something. We ch- we kind of choose a theme for when we're doing a song together. We we pick a theme for what this song is about based on how the music feels, and then we kind of all make lyrics to it. And it might be nonsensical, but 
I mean, I think I think we we fit our themes pretty well. Yeah, like yeah, we, sure. and we we'll attack any theme that we think uh, you know will fit. You know, so it could be sometimes you might get some theatrical drama, <laughs> or sometimes you might get something a bit more about everyday life. But you know, we're trying to I don't know we're trying to take a step into. Um, I, I don't know, like, I don't want to say it's more artistic, you know, but, like, we're, we're not going to just be rapping or, like, singing about, like, uh, money, money, money and drugs and... Drugs and, and gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're know, a bunch of broke dudes. And everyone's, heard, <laughs> everyone's heard it before, you know? We want to we wanna be telling stories, you know? So yeah. that's how our... I, I would say, like, our music is storytelling from not just the lyrics, but from the music as well. And that's what we want to push. I mean... We all have like different backgrounds for like musical influence, and I think we're just like trying to cram all of them in there. Cause, okay. I mean, you can't. You can yeah, always you can, have yeah. like all That's genres blend together. You know, some people think that it's like, oh no, unless you're t- true to one like genre, it's not gonna. You're never gonna perfect it, but. I think that's bullshit. You know, yeah. I think you can combine stuff and that's how you create new genres. I'm not saying we're creating anything new. I think it's more like of a rehash of like things that we grew up with with more modern stuff, but eventually we'd like to. We'd like to create some new shit. So yeah. um But that might not necessarily be only with music, right? Yeah. It could be with we would like to do something with technology and mixing it together and, yeah, and like more I think that's that's the way we could actually maybe make something original. Okay. And I like what you said about nonsense, man. Don't 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 count that shit out, man. New slogan. Yeah, for sure. Nonsense makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this did. Yeah. There's a lot of times it no. dies, man. You know. Yeah, yeah. The non- way, yeah. way more to you sometimes than the sensical shit. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then again, what's sense and what's nonsense to? I mean, it's it's you know? all you know. It depends on the person. You there know, it's you a go. subjective experience that we all go through in life. Yeah, so. yeah. Sometimes yeah. words That's just don't, can't handle the feeling. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You, you, you might agree. be at that moment where you both see something or experience something. You look at each other and you're kind of speechless, but you are, you connect on that and you know what it is. And you're both like you might be like slurring words to try make sense of the situation, but you both already understand it, and then you just kind of laugh about it. Yeah. I don't know. Like that sounds like a kind of surreal experience, but I feel like everybody's experienced that before, right? Well, you know, uh, one thing I like to ask you guys. You guys look like the types that would throw one hell of a beach concert, one hell of a beach party. You ever thought about doing that shit? I mean, we've definitely thought about doing it. We just haven't gone around to. We've done some boat we, parties. Well, we did. We did. Oh, do, okay. We did a beach well, side party, we, we, but we it was did. not yeah, we completely. Did. It was not like. It yeah, wasn't exactly our thing. Like we did a little beach festival out in Manazuru in uh, Kanagawa, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what two years ago? Yeah, it would have been like two I years ago. I think two years ago. And it was fun. Like, we had a fun experience, but it was tough because, like, we were trying to do it for two days and, like, 12 hours of music both days. But we didn't take into account the weather for when everybody would be sleeping. Uh. So it was, like, mad hot. Nobody could sleep. A lot of people were just, like, dead by the second day. So, like, <laughs> it was just, like... There's a lot of factors that kind of went into it that didn't help it work out, but we'd like to properly do, like, a beach party out in, like, you know, somewhere in Shonan or, like, yeah. Izu or, yeah. like, Shimoda or something. You know, it'd be sick. Right, right. Okinawa, trying, even. Fuck. We've been yeah. trying to find a location. If anybody listening has any location, send them our way, and then we're going to do the dopest beach party that Japan's ever seen. Woo! Oh, shit. <laughs> no drugs, though. No drugs. Yeah, guys, be careful. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of girls, a lot of girls. <laughs> so, I mean, like individually, I know you guys 
are doing s- some cool stuff too. Can you talk about that? Like, what you what are you doing individually? Ocean, you want to start? Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I mean, lately a lot of a lot of the time has been focused on the work we're doing together. But you know, on the side, uh, do a bit of modeling. Um, yeah, I follow you on the gram. You always. Yeah, doing your thing somewhere in Harajuku. If you got a brand and you want someone to wear it and look cool, let me know. (laughs) 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 Like, just we just did a. I hope I'm allowed to say. Am I allowed to say? I I don't know, dude. I I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, So yes, (laughs) yeah. So there's there's a big brand we just did a a pretty big shoot for at some really dope locations. Oh really? So that should be coming out. I think like end of the summer. I keep looking at Stefan because his girlfriend works at the company. So okay, gotcha. gotcha. Maybe he'd know, but I don't. I don't know, man. Like. I don't know nothing. Be- better be just safe and like yeah. yeah. So, but basically, you know. like it, you, you'll know it when you see it. That it's gonna be up in like the Amontesando and all that. So oh, dope. You'll see it, and then like um, you know, on my own, just um, I'm also you know programmer. I do like a lot of web technology stuff. So always trying to find a way to tie that into what we're doing. I think me and Jamie are kind of a creative director, our head visual guy. We've been talking is, is about. Is Jamie the one that does all the like cool? Yeah, he does all the, all the. Oh yeah, shout videos. out to Jamie, man. I, I follow you guys. I'm like, I'm, I'm always like, when he puts some shit up, I'm like, damn, that shit is dope. So yeah, we, me and him have been like uh, shooting some ideas back and forth. Hopefully, we'll have something cool to like kind of extend that experience past the music. This by the end of the summer. Okay. Um, but yeah, outside of this, just that stuff, um, do a little bit of illustration too. Um, that's kind of slowed down since we started doing the music, but you know, yeah. was working with Kojo. We shout out oh, Kojo. Yeah, shout out to Kojo. Uh, we love like, to have him on the Raw Urban Mobile podcast. Yeah, we could we could maybe make that happen. Oh yeah, you know, please. I'm not gonna, I can't promise anything. Yeah, if yeah, you hear yeah. This Kojo, I'm not promising just anything on you, but just let him know. <laughs> just let him know we exist and tell him to check us out. And absolutely, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, we'd so love like to have him, him and on. like um, Gizmo, another rapper out here who's out. In, I know Gizmo. I believe I know Gizmo. He's a Hamamatsu, right? Yeah. So yeah, I've done like some some work with them. Black for, like, dude, right? Yeah, yeah. So from Trinidad. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Gizmo. Shout out Gizmo. But yeah, just done some like. Album artwork, stuff like that, covers. It's always fun working with them. They're they're very they're great people, good artists. Kojo's like an OG out here. Yeah, he is. I've, yeah, so. I've heard a lot about Kojo through uh, some friends of mine. So, Never met like, him though. Also, like, um, do, been doing music with a group called Wavy Town also since way back. You know, my, my original group was called Shab Mob, turned into Wavy Town. The homie Amir took it over. Shout outs to Amir. And uh, they've been doing great stuff. So, you know, right now, of course, dosing is this is the team, but we're also affiliated, you know, trade words back and forth with them in like uh, advice and influence. So they've been doing some good stuff with um, like NASCAR Aloe. It's also in a similar realm, like the punk rap. And yeah, this is just, those are the people we've been working with, the, the good cool, stuff yeah. I've been doing on the side. Yeah, you got a lot going. Callum, what about you? What you up to? Um, recently, I was soundtracking for a Japanese film. Uh, it's for a uh, rapper called Sida. He's OG. He's like a yeah, OG yeah, big OG. We, we talked about him earlier. Dope for the Tokyo scene. Uh, battle rap. He was like a battle rapper. But anyways, he he reached out to me and shout out to Sida. Thank you for the opportunity. But he he got me involved in his the this film that he's he's working on and um that it's like a story about his past and. You know what what led him to change to the the direction that he's come now. You know, and it's it's a, it's a cool movie, and the the team is really really dope. It's a the director is called Takcom, and he's he's done music videos for like 
perfume and like big, you know, big J-pop artists. Is he's he's got a pretty pretty big portfolio. Okay. So we just jumped out of the studio just two days ago, and we. We went to this big mastering suite shaped like a theater with couches and we just have like a table and we write notes and then we tell the engineers like, oh, we want this bit louder or we want this to cut through more. And yeah, it was a really cool experience. And we're, that's going to prim, that's going to come out in Japanese theaters January next year. It's called Hana to Ame, uh, translated to flowers and rain. Okay. So that's, that was really exciting. I, I did the, I composed quite i i comp- i composed some some of the the music for the film as well as i did all the licensing for all of the international artists and oh that's dope man uh timed everything to the film so it was like it was a big 3 month project and i'm really glad that like it's it's, it's finally come to like a a close a happy ending <laughs> <Not> <laughs> yeah yeah not just a close <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah happy looking, end looking forward to that one so yeah out. It's a while away, but yeah. (laughs) It should should be dope, though, for sure. Steph, what did you got? So, I mean, I've always been dabbling in a lot of, like, creative stuff. uh, But uh, recently trying to do some more stuff with Jamie as well. Uh, We're trying to do more, like, cinemagraphs, some more video-related content. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, like, photography and video stuff for work. Yeah, yeah, really dope, really dope. And I just trying to finally make stuff that i'm really did you proud do that and whatnot. did you do that thing uh what was that picture that steph put up steffy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that was you that was you behind yeah that was uh I, I shot it and then um uh jamie did like some slight animation we edited it together and i put some music to it and there's another one that callum put music to as well and shout out to steffy yeah that was uh cyberpunks yeah yeah, yeah. kind of very c- cyberpunk sci-fi stuff yeah we're, yeah. Just, we're just trying to experiment doing a lot of like visual stuff and yeah it's really dope man I, I see it on the gram and stuff yeah, it got uh you know um also i i just dropped an ep like uh about what is it now it's like about a month ago it's more uh melancholic kind of chill droned out uh and it's like my first vocal project i've ever actually released because I'd been strictly doing more instrumental stuff over the past five years. And finally, I just decided to drop one that's like more vocal oriented. It's just three tracks, but it's like giving a taste of the kind of stuff that like I want to be doing more and like mixing more with our projects. Uh, It's going to be funny because like my EP sounds nothing like the Dreaming of Screaming project that we got that's about to drop. uh, Dreaming of Screaming? Yeah, Dreaming of Screaming is the the next one. And that one's going to be pretty... Hard hitting and heavy, I so. Yeah, because like my last EP is just like definitely more mellow. I would say it's it's you know it's got its parts, but I think altogether it's more mellow and chill. So. All right, well, we, man, we appreciate you guys right man, on. for coming through, and um, yeah, we love what you're doing. You know, part of us doing this is just wanting to highlight you guys and, and all the people we have in the in the Mobile Man Cave and, you know, let people know what's going on here, right? Right, right. It's um, sick what y'all are doing, man. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's the mainstream and, you know, you look on Japanese TV, you see the sushi and the temples and stuff, but we, we really like to show people what 
um, doesn't often get highlighted, right? Right. Sometimes. The ground level. The ground level. Yeah. You know, the movers and shakers and yeah. all the artists and, and creative people doing dope things out mm. here. So there ain't no sushi temples and shrines and shit in this motherfucker. You exactly. Know <laughs> By the way, man, what what what's that massage advertisement you got on your T shirt? Oh man, this. Um, yeah, he, he he likes massages. So I, I like massages. Oh, they, they give happy <laughs> endings. Yeah, you know, no happy endings. It's like a side business, you know what I'm saying? No happy endings. Nah, no, no, none, none here, man. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> totally professional, it's therapeutic. You know, you got a, you got a crick in your neck. You know, we just knock it out. Oh, <laughs> All right, just just want to make sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What's your shout out your social media, man? So uh, y'all can find us at uh, We Are Dozing. So it's W-E-A-R-E-D-O-S-I-N-G, like on Instagram, Facebook. You know, you know, maybe some Japanese people listening, and they're like, "What's?" Yeah. Also, also, uh, yeah, you can just you can just find us on basically all social media okay. under We Are Dozing. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna add yeah, the we links. We have dozing.jp as well as our website. I'll add the links site, in the description. Great. So like the, the thing that brought me like I was like this is cool shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, group fellas. of insomniacs, appreciate yes. it. All right, yeah. that's it. Dope. Raw Urban Mobile Podcast Peace out. from Tokyo. Later, thanks for having us. We out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. For more episodes, please visit rump.podbean.com, or you can head straight to Google and type in Raw urban mobile podcast you can also listen to us on spotify itunes and wherever you can stream or download podcasts